1: along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this young man back. He is a, the host now of his new podcast called BS with Braden Sorbo. It's Brayden Sorbo. How are you? Good to see you. How are you? It's good to be here. Uh, I'm doing very well. Also an actor, also a guy who's an author, also a guy who did comedy for a long time. But social media is where it's really going nuts, especially on TikTok. And, and I'm, I'm glad that you're doing it where you're sitting down. You're a young guy. You've got great thoughts about what's happening in the country, about values, about about everything. And, and it's starting to catch fire, isn't it? It's
0: very slowly kind of taken off. I mean, for the longest time, my niche on social media was comedy, telling stories and sort of just, just – just. Jokes to make people relax. And I eventually kind of got fed up with not contributing to the political fight that's happening in America, at least on my accounts, because I do social media for a living for other people too. So I was posting politically for a lot of other people, but I wasn't for myself. And I decided, you know, I'm, I may as well just dive right in. And so I created BS with Braden Sorbo and I launched it January 1st of this year. And it's, it's been wildly successful.
1: Well, and I think that's great. So you've been doing it for about a month and a half and I see your posts all the time now. And what I like is that you do it with a, a youthful look because you're a young guy. How old a guy are you? I'm 22. Okay. So you're 22. You're doing it from your, your uh, point of view as a young guy in America that is not this Generation Z sort of narrative laden buying what the left is laying down guy. Uh, what kind of reaction do you get from your peers? Are people your age, you know, getting it or are they arguing with you? What are they doing?
0: So I get a little bit of the argument, obviously we just, those are the people that you find on social media, but I'm also heavily invested in oddly enough, competitive uh, dancing. And so I do a lot of country West coast swing. I go to these events and I've had a lot of people from those events come up to me and say, dude, I love the videos you're posting. Like I was sharing this with my family and my friends. I've had people fighting in the comment section on my behalf before <laughs> that I know personally. And so it's been a, it's actually been a pretty amazing reaction.
1: What's interesting to me is that you're a guy who grew up in a house of fame. Your dad is Kevin. Your mom is Sam. Um, and being Kevin Sorbo's son, was it heavy for a while? Did it take a while for you to realize that dad was Hercules or the Andromeda guy? Um, because your social media includes him a lot, on TikTok especially. These short snippets where you walk up, say something silly, and and, and catch him off guard. I think they're great. But was there some sort of a, a point in your life where you went, oh, he's like this guy? I mean, to me, he's just a guy, right?
0: He's my right. dad. Like, he's that guy. I've grown up with him my whole life. And right. so it really, it, it definitely has hit before where it's like, wow, you know, like, look at what I've been able to do because of this. But, you know, he's my dad. That's that's what I've known ever since I was a kid. So nothing right. really I, I can't say, people ask me all the time, what's it like, and I go, normal, because I don't know anything else.
1: No, I get that it's normal, and I'm not, I'm not anywhere near Kevin Sorbo's status. Don't, don't misunderstand what I'm about to say, but I've got five daughters, and growing up, I was on television news, I was on the radio all the time. They knew the dad was doing something that I guess they thought every dad did, but it's, at one point, they went, oh, everybody doesn't do what you do. This is a different thing. I mean, was there a sort of an awakening for you there, or it just has been steady your whole life, and yeah, he's, he's Hercules, big deal. I'd
0: say it's been pretty steady my whole life. My parents have always instilled in me, like, hey, this is what we do, and this is where you come from, understand that, you know, treat people. They they raised me uh, how to treat people, how to handle different situations, sort of what to do with, you know, the last name that I have. And so I've, I've been aware of it uh, for as long as I can remember.
1: Is it at Braden Sorbo everywhere? Yes. Okay, so go to TikTok.com slash at B-R-A-E-D-E-N s-o-r-b-o and go follow him also on youtube same thing at braden sorbo on instagram as well follow everything that he does and again great insight from a youthful look although you know you're wiser beyond your years i'll tell you that when i was 22 i was still picking my nose trying to figure out what was going on but uh, you're out there getting it done very well when when it comes to the audience who are you attracting you're a young good-looking guy so i'm guessing young young women would come in um, but are there other young guys? Are there older people? Like I'm 57. I find your stuff to be excellent. Is it a, is it a gamut of people or is it generally one age group? So it's, it's a pretty good
0: variety when it comes to my analytics with my audience. I mean, I hit everywhere from, you know, the, the teenagers all the way up into the 50, 60 year olds. And so I have, you know, grandparents showing their grandchildren, my videos, I have, uh a teenagers messaging me on Instagram. I have everywhere in between millennials Gen a or whatever it's called gen
1: x. <laughs> I think like, gen I, a I think gen a is dead. I'm pretty sure gen a is probably gone, but yeah I'm gen x so we're we're still around, and the baby boomers probably are turned on by it too so it was interesting what you said Grandparents showing it to their grandkids, I'll bet some grandkids are showing it to their grandparents
0: i would I wouldn't go uh I wouldn't doubt it you know.
1: Well, I think the content is excellent. So how do you decide what you're going to talk about? Like, I do this three hours a day every day. So I've got to really know what's going on politically and whatever else. You have the advantage of being able to say, I'm going to talk about one or two things and really bring them home today. And let's see what the audience uh, thinks about this. H- how do you decide on what it's going to be? Do you keep in mind age groups? Do you keep in mind just what's affecting you and your family directly? what, what, what is Because it? to me, it sounds like you're doing a variety of things. It's not just one thing.
0: Yeah, I really find stuff that hits me personally because I know a lot of other people my age can relate to it We have a we have a crisis right now in America when it comes to dating people are not dating anymore They're not getting married. They're not having kids And if they are they're doing it at a significantly later age than we've ever seen before And it's a serious problem that I've noticed just a trend across the board And a lot of it has to do with the sexual revolution that we had many many years ago and so A lot of people my age are struggling in the world to sort of figure out what their next step is. And so I'll go online and I'll look at videos in which whichever video makes me the most depressed is the one I go, yeah, I should probably talk about this.
1: It's a pretty good idea. I've seen some of these videos floating around Instagram and, and TikTok and everything else. And there seems to be an unrealistic ideology about, about what a man is, what a woman is, what a relationship should be. Should a man approach a woman? Back in my day, we didn't have all this social media stuff. So you'd walk up to somebody and say, hello, or you meet him at church or meet him at school or meet him at the grocery store. You actually had this one-on-one in-person um, uh, connection, some sort of communication that we were doing in person. Now you can just swipe away and never talk to the person, never find out who they are. Um, what are the challenges that you're finding when it comes to being young and happening in America and, and finding somebody that you'd like to spend some time with? There seems to be unreasonable expectations.
0: We Yeah, we are we're screwed as far as expectations go because media has produced this idea and planted it in young women's minds that they can – have it all in the sense of being a boss babe and running a company while also being a mother, while also married to a man who has a six-pack and makes $500,000 a year and <laughs> live in a multi-dollar right. mansion, when the fact of the matter is that's just not how it works. Now, guys are just happy to get any sort of attention from a woman. There's a phrase right. that says a man will receive flowers for the first time at his funeral. right? Like it's, right. it's a terrible thing, but for a lot of people, and young men especially, it's true. The problem that we have is social media has mass-produced this idea that you can find happiness anywhere because social media for a lot of people is a highlight reel i went to greece i went to spain i went to the bahamas here's me at the gym looking my absolute best with perfect lighting on a diet and everything and so the photos that you're seeing are not really who that person is but they create an unrealistic expectation and so what used to be dating where like you said you would go to church or you would go to school or you would meet someone at a bar or something along those lines you would you would go meet that person and in public and you would be competing against everyone in that general vicinity for that person's attention. Right, if I go up to a girl at a bar and I say, hey, my name is Brayden, like, would you like to dance? Or what's your name, right? Like, I introduce myself, I am at that moment competing with every other guy in that space for the attention of that girl. The problem is, now she goes home and hops on Instagram and I'm no longer competing in my local vicinity, I'm competing with every person in their highlight reel around the world. Great point. so women are seeing the guy who is posting himself shirtless at the beach and they're going, well, maybe I kind of want to go to the beach. And so they're deciding, well, maybe I'll give this guy a little bit of attention, but I'd rather I'd rather pick this guy if the opportunity presented itself. And for a lot of guys, it's the same, right? Guys can go online and look up women who are posting lewd photos on the internet and go, well, it's easier than dating. I don't have to pay for a date. I could just look this up for free. And so it creates this epidemic of easy
1: access and availability that sort of destroys dating at my age. Yeah, so well said. I mean, really well said. It's Braden Sorbo, B-R-A-E-D-E-N, Sorbo is his last name, S-O-R-B-O. Go and follow him everywhere. He's got this new podcast called BS with Braden Sorbo, which is excellent. Um, People can find that in the normal podcast channels? They get YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram specifically. Beautiful. Go and find him there. So uh, what I'm finding in a lot of these reels, somebody will walk up and act like they're an interviewer. There's just some doofus on a phone, but he walks up and says, what's your ideal man? And like you said, they'll say, has to be over six feet tall. Some will say over six foot five, um, has to have a six pack, has to drive this kind of car, has to make a half million dollars or more per year. And here's somebody who's just like, I'm, I don't mean to, to, to be you know disrespectful, but kind of average, who in her wildest dreams probably wouldn't land somebody that has all these characteristics. But if you take all that away and just study it, the the amount of men that are single, have that car, have that money, have that height, have that six-pack, is .001 of all population. So the idea they've got this idea in their head of the perfect person. And like you said, if they go online, it appears as though he's available everywhere. But this guy really isn't available anywhere. So how do we bring people back to... Back to reality. Get away from the phone. I don't want to get away from the phone. I want them to see your podcast. I mean, yeah. how do we make them understand that's not real? That's more fantasy. And then go live life in real.
0: I actually posted something about that one year ago today, and I got a wow. reminder on my camera phone, on my app, uh, the photos app, and it said when I posted. I said, "Social media and fake friends has made unattractive people way too confident." <laughs> <laughs> and so, exactly we have, right. We have people who refuse. To tell people the truth now, which is what I'm trying to do with the podcast, right? There are women who will go out and claim that someone like Lizzo, who weighs 300-something pounds, is a beautiful person. And I say, great, so if I told you you looked like her, would you take that as a compliment? And, of course, they get offended. But the problem is we have people trying to support each other. Yeah. But in reality, it's destroying and creating unrealistic expectations. You have, like you said, people who in their wildest dreams would not be able to land that 0.00001% of a person, right. and they still have this idea that they can. And I'm not one to crush dreams, but make the dreams realistic. Yeah. Right?
1: You are the standard that you may require of other people. If uh, you're waiting, if you're waiting for that person, you're gonna be waiting until you're gonna be 75 years old, going, man, I never found him. That's so weird. It's uh, Brayden Sorbo. Brayden, when you jump into, do you jump into values specifically, or do you jump into politics specifically? And by politics, it would be more like policy, the border policy, our policy with Ukraine. Values is more obviously our religious beliefs, our our value system, our morals. Do you do all of that? Do You ever jump into politics specifically, or is that does that get too heavy sometimes? So
0: I've. Mainly targeted first with values, but I am dipping into politics now, and that is a route that I plan on taking very heavily, especially this year.
1: Yeah, It's difficult because, and we just talked about this before we started today, Instagram announced that they're going to stop pushing political tweets or political uh, reels. Now, you and I will agree they're not going to stop pushing like Biden's reels or Harris's reels, but they'll stop pushing yours or mine if we're talking about politics from a conservative um, outlook. How do we combat that, do you think? Again, you're young, happening, you're in social media as long long as you can remember. How do we circumvent the, the powers that be that would like to squash us because we're telling the truth? we We fight as much as we can,
0: and we try to use less hashtags because if I use a political hashtag like conservative or Christian, Instagram's going to see that and flag my content, right? I need to be less noticeable when I'm posting these things so, so that it can slip past the
1: algorithm when it's first uploaded It's interesting we also talked about the fact that some of our videos get squashed um what are the ones that get through are they completely non-political you know what i've tried i've started doing i'll give this as a hint to those who are watching and listening as well if i'm going to use a word that i know might be flagged i'll put an asterisk in the middle of the word instead of a letter uh it just changed the algorithm stop the ai from seeing that i said conservative or i said trump or i said drugs or whatever whatever the story happens to be you can change the word where the ai won't get the fact that you're talking about something the powers that be in beijing said you can't put have you tried that
0: I have. I've done that with words as simple as fat. Like if you put an asterisk over the A, and so it's F asterisk T, for some reason it won't flag you there because saying the word fat now is offensive.
1: Well, the dumb thing that I see in social media, and I find this to be so stupid, if you're telling a story about somebody who killed somebody, you have to say they unalived them. Mm-hmm. What is that? I mean, honest to God, I mean, we're saying the same thing. We've got to change a word to unalive instead of dead or murder or kill. And that somehow is fine for, for consumption. It's less triggering to the people who might find it offensive. And how do we know what triggers what triggers you doesn't trigger me? So how are, how are we on the hook to be as sensitive as we have to be for everybody in, in society? But they can all say whatever they want, as long as they're on the right side of the political spectrum
0: because we've completely destroyed what it means to have an open discourse and a proper dialogue in this country we don't allow true freedom of speech on social media anymore i mean we don't even allow it in public there's a group that goes to college campuses that promotes uh, pro-life kind of ideals you know you can be forgiven for this and they'll stand there with a sign and people will come up and try to kick them off campus like you can't be here and they go It's a public university and they'll call campus security, like freedom of speech is being attacked heavily
1: right now. And I'll tell you what, the second, that second amendment goes away, the
0: first is gonna be soon to follow.
1: Well, it's under fire now, uh, quite literally. In um in Hawaii, they they said the Supreme Court got the Second Amendment wrong, and in modern days, we shouldn't have to have that right. And nobody in Hawaii has the right to to keep and bear arms. Of course, they're wrong, and the Supreme Court has found that we do have that right. But man, they're pushing it. So you're right on top of that topic. It is uh, Braden Sorbo, B R A E D E N S O R B O. Go follow him everywhere: YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. TikTok, I think, is the biggest one right now, right? Yeah, uh, sitting at 1.9 million right now. 1.9 million followers. Yes, sir. Very good. No, that's awesome. And people should go and follow him right now. Um, uh, Before I let you go, you're an actor as well. Have you done something recently that people can go and see? I have. I was just in a movie
0: called Miracle in East Texas that released in theaters. It was a true story on the largest oil strike in the history of the world. And uh, we filmed that right before 2020. And for some reason... Something happened and everything got shut down. So we had to wait until uh, this year to finally release it in theaters. And I just booked another movie that's going to be filming at the beginning of May. And it's a true
1: story. It's a Christian, wholesome, family-friendly movie. And I'm really excited for that one. Well, listen, when that's going to come out, I want you to come back on and let's talk about that. Keep on doing great work over on uh, on Instagram and on TikTok and on YouTube. I really like the fact that you're putting a microphone in front of your face. You're hitting these very, very tough topics because if nothing else, and you do it very well. This doesn't take anything away from you, but if nothing else, starting the conversation makes those who are consuming it listen to the conversation and at least opine about it. And if you give your opinion, you can mix it up. And then we have that discourse that you and I just talked about, which is uh, I think the left is trying to make us stop talk to each other. And if we don't talk to each other, we're, we're, we're in big trouble in this conversation country i really believe that's so a great job man thank you i appreciate it i'll keep going all right uh, make sure you do go follow him everywhere Braden sorbo um you can go to sorbostudios.com and uh, we're back after this stay right here this is the joe pag show Have you really wonderful to talk to Braden Sorbo again. Again, Sorbostudios.com, Sorbostudios.com. Bright young guy, he's got a great future, and he does a podcast now. Almost two million followers on TikToks. If you're on TikTok, it's just his first and last name, Braden Sorbo, over there. Uh, by the way, we brought it for you tonight. We had Senator Ron Johnson, we also had uh John Schneider and Braden Sorbo. All three of those interviews will be put up independently up on X Joe Talk Show is my name on X or Twitter. And uh, the entire show is up on Rumble. It's up on Kick. It's up on Twitch. You can get it at anywhere you'd like it. Uh, over on Rumble, after the program, uh, you can go there and rewatch anything that you want. You also get sort of the inside baseball on the commercial breaks. We leave that in there as well. So make sure you do that. Tomorrow, we're going to have Lauren Boebert, the U.S. representative of great state of Colorado, and also uh, Tracy Beans from Uncovered D.C. On Friday, it looks like we'll have Hyerashic, who is the, the person who runs Libs of TikTok, and she's under fire a lot. And the left is doing all they can to shut her down. She's not going to let that happen. So we'll have her on on Friday as well. she's us do pop culture. It's like I hurt myself on that one. Hold on, what's going on?
0: So do you remember Rachel Dolezal?
1: Yes, uh, NAACP. She was a white lady pretending to be black.
0: Right. Uh, and I guess most recently she was working for a school district in Arizona but okay. she got fired from her teaching job when they found out that she had an OnlyFans.
1: Stop it. Okay. Rachel Dolezal has an OnlyFans? For those who don't know, yes. OnlyFans is like you go there and watch people be naked or, or have relations or whatever. Come on, man. That's who she is now? Yeah.
0: I guess she's had that since 2022, and they just Dude. found out about it. And yep. she's also going by a different name. I can't even pronounce the name. I'm not going to try. But it's open. Yeah, there go.
1: Uh, Obviously, there are some issues there. All right, that's Polo, that's Sam, that's Carrie, I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place. Bye. This is The Joe Pegs Show.